Section three of Poems of American History, Volume two, The Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Chapter One: The Coming of Discontent, Part Three. Cage arrived at Boston in May, seventeen seventy-four, and at once issued a proclamation calling upon the inhabitants to be loyal and warning them of his intention to maintain the authority of the king at any cost a proclamation may seventeen seventy four america thou fractious nation attend thy master's proclamation tremble for no i thomas cage determined come the war to wage with the united powers sent forth of boot of mansfield and of north to scourge your insolence my choice while england mourns and scots rejoice bostonia first shall feel my power and gasping midst the dreadful shower of ministerial rage shall cry o oh, save me boot i yield and die then shall my thundering cannons rattle my hardy veterans march to battle against virginia's hostile land to humble that rebellious band at my approach her trembling swains shall quit well-cultivated plains to seek the inhospitable wood or try like swine of old the flood rejoice ye happy scots rejoice your voice lift up a mighty voice the voice of gladness on each tongue the mighty praise of boot be sung the praise of mansfield and of north let next your hymns of joy set forth nor shall the rapturous strain assuage till sung's your own proclaiming gauge whistle ye pipes ye drones drone on ye bellows blow virginia's won your gauge has won virginia's shore and scotia's sons shall mourn no more hail middlesex o happy county thou too shalt share thy master's bounty thy sons obedient naught shall fear the wives and widows drop no tear thrice happy people ne'er shall feel the force of unrelenting steel what brute would give the ox a stroke who bends his neck to meet the yoke to murray bend the humble knee he shall protect you under me his generous pen shall not be mute but sound your praise through fox to boot by scotchmen loved by scotchmen taught by all your country scotchmen thought fear boot fear mansfield north and me and be as blessed as slaves can be the virginia gazette seventeen seventy four the colonies rallied nobly to boston's support provisions of all sorts were sent overland to the devoted city the first of june the day on which the port bill went into effect was observed as a day of fasting and prayer throughout the country and it became a point of honor 
with all good patriots to refrain from indulgence in the blasted herb the blasted herb seventeen seventy four rouse every generous thoughtful mind the rising danger flee if you would lasting freedom find now then abandon tea scorn to be bound with golden chains though they allure the sight bid them defiance if they claim our freedom and birthright shall we our freedom give away and all our comfort place in drinking of outlandish tea only to please our taste forbid it heaven let us be wise and seek our country's good nor ever let a thought arise that tea should be our food since we so great a plenty have of all that's for our health shall we that blasted herb receive impoverishing our wealth when we survey the breathless corpse with putrid matter filled for crawling worms a sweet resort by us reputed ill noxious effluvia sending out from its pernicious store not only from the foaming mouth but every lifeless pore to view the same enrolled in tea besmeared with such perfumes and then the herb sent o'er the sea to us it tainted comes some of it tinctured with the filth of carcasses embalmed taste of this herb then if thou wilt sure me it cannot charm adieu away o tea begone salute our taste no more thou thou art coveted by some who are destined to be poor misek aware fowls gazette july twenty second seventeen seventy four epigram on the poor of boston being employed in paving the streets seventeen seventy four in spite of rice in spite of wheat sent for the boston poor to eat in spite of brandy one would think sent for the boston poor to drink poor are the boston poor indeed and needy though there is no need they cry for bread the mighty ones instead of bread give only stones rivington's new york gazette september second seventeen seventy four it was plain that in this crisis the colonies must stick together and the proposal for a continental congress first made by the sons of liberty in new york was approved by colony after colony and the congress was finally called to meet at philadelphia september one the daughter's rebellion when fair columbia was a child and mother britain on her smiled with kind regard and stroked her head and gave her dolls and gingerbread and shook her plums and many a toy which prompted gratitude and joy then a more duteous maid i ween ne'er frisked over the playful green whatever the mother said approved and with sincere affection loved with reverence listened to her dreams and bowed obsequious to her schemes bartered the products of her garden for trinkets worth more than a farthing and whensoever the mother sighed she sympathetic daughter cried fearing the heavy long-drawn breath 
betokened her approaching death but when at puberty arrived forgot the power in whom she lived and gained to make preposterous splutter bout spreading her own bread and butter and stubbornly refused to agree in form to drink her bohe tea and like a base ungrateful daughter hurled a whole tea-box in the water bout writing paper made a pother and dared to argue with her mother contented pertly that the nurse should not be keeper of the purse but that herself now older grown would have a pocket of her own in which the purse she would deposit as safely as in nurse's closet francis hopkinson the whig papers generally at this time adopted for a headpiece a snake broken into parts representing the several colonies with the motto unite or die on the snake depicted at the head of some american newspapers ye sons of sedition how comes it to pass that america is typed by a snake in the grass don't you think tis a scandalous saucy reflection that merits the soundest severest correction new england's the head too new england abused for the head of the serpent we know should be bruised from rivington's new york gazetteer august twenty five seventeen seventy four the feeling of the entire country was aptly voiced in free america which appeared at that time and which was ascribed to dr joseph warren free america seventeen seventy four that seat of science athens and earth's proud mistress rome where now are all their glories we scarce can find a tomb then guard your rights americans nor stoop to lawless sway oppose 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 for north america we led fair freedom hither and lo the desert smiled a paradise of pleasure was opened in the wild your harvest bold americans no power shall snatch away huzza 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 for free america torn from a world of tyrants beneath this western sky we formed a new dominion a land of liberty the world shall own we're masters here then hasten on the day huzza 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 for free america proud albion bound to caesar and numerous lords before to picts to danes to normans and many masters more but we can boast americans we've never fallen a prey huzza 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 for free america god bless this maiden climate and through its vast domain may hosts of heroes cluster who scorn to wear a chain and blast the venal sycophant that dares our rights betray huzza 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 for free america lift up your hands ye heroes and swear with proud disdain the wretch that would ensnare you 
shall lay his snares in vain should europe empty all her force we'll meet her in array and fight and shout and shout and fight for north america some future day shall crown us the masters of the main our fleets shall speak in thunder to england france and spain and the nations over the ocean spread shall tremble and obey the sons the sons the sons the sons of brave america joseph warren the continental congress assembled at philadelphia september five seventeen seventy four and after four weeks deliberation agreed upon a declaration of rights claiming for the american people the right of free legislation and calling for the repeal of eleven acts of parliament liberty tree in a chariot of lights from the regions of day the goddess of liberty came ten thousand celestials directed the way and hither conducted the dame a fair budding branch from the gardens above where millions with millions agree she brought in her hand as a pledge of her love and the plant she named liberty tree the celestial exotic struck deep in the ground like a native it flourished and bore the fame of its fruit drew the nations around to seek out this peaceable shore unmindful of names or distinction they came for freemen like brothers agree with one spirit endued they one friendship pursued and their temple was liberty tree beneath this fair tree like the patriarchs of old their bread and contentment they ate unvexed with the troubles of silver and gold the cares of the grand and the great with timber and tar they old england supplied and supported her power on the sea her battles they fought without getting a grout for the honor of liberty tree but here o ye swains is a tale most profane how all the tyrannical powers kings commons and lords are uniting amain to cut down this guardian of ours from the east to the west blow the trumpet to arms through the land let the sound of it flee let the far and the near all unite with a cheer in defense of our liberty tree thomas paine pennsylvania magazine seventeen seventy five end of section three recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida